All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz. What are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. Our first video app, potentially. Our first video app. Uh, potentially, potentially. So we've got to look at our best. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back, Johnny. Welcome back, Jane. Hey. Uh, we're on RC Expert Cannabis Podcast Australia. If you're new, Johnny is our resident expert, and we've got me and James, Charlie, uh, co-founders of a cannabis clinic named Cannabate. So do you want to You guys are also off? experts. <laughs> Oh, come on, John. Well, I feel like as time goes on, I slowly become more comfortable being like, yeah, I guess we know a, a thing or two. I'm still here asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the topic that we're, we're going to discuss today is um, something that a, a patient asked me during the week where she, she said, James, I was at a market over the weekend and I found CBD oil at multiple stalls. Is it legal? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on here? I thought that this was a prescription item. I thought you could only get it through a doctor. These stores are quite popular. What's actually going on? Mm. And to be honest, it's it's actually quite a common conversation that I have with new patients where when I ask, what's your experience with cannabis in the past? They say, oh, I actually tried an oil from a market sometime or my friend gave it to me. And, you know, whether it worked or or not is is besides the point. Mm. Um, But I suppose, uh, Johnny, CBD oil at a local market, you've got some exposure to this as well, uh, as we talked about before. Yeah, I have. I have experienced this recently at a big festival where there were a lot of people selling CBD oil and I was quite interested in that, obviously, being a cannabis scientist. So I went and spoke to one of these um, sellers and found out that uh, I, I just straight up asked them, you know, how are you able to sell this without a medical prescription? Yeah, and the answer I got back was that it is hemp derived, so that's it's not from medicinal cannabis, even though they're the same species. Uh, hemp is the type of cannabis that's grown for fiber, whereas uh, medicinal cannabis is uh, otherwise known as as marijuana that's grown for its cannabinoids, and that they were not advertising it as a medical product, but rather as a therapeutic, which is very sketchy. I don't know, there's a <laughs> fine, fine line between what's a therapeutic and what's a medical. Yeah, wait, what's, what, what is the difference? I, I, I think the point is they, they tried to give an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't really uh, a yeah. person just trying to put food on the table and some cannabis scientist comes up to them and says, like, what's going on here? Starts picking their brain. Yeah. I, like, did, I did declare that I was a cannabis scientist from the beginning. So I didn't try to trip them up or anything like that. Um, but like and, an under, undercover cannabis scientist, like with yeah, a, a, a big jacket and a beanie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Who's selling cannabis oil? <laughs> um, I was just interested. I was just, I was just really interested because it. I've seen it for years, and I've always wondered how are they getting away with this. So they claim that they they don't do any advertising. They don't make any claims that it's a medical product, although they did 
go on about all the benefits of it in terms of chronic pain and and sleep and anxiety those three were the bi- were the big ones so yeah hemp derived um the other thing i noticed was the dosage uh that they had available they had they had different strengths of cbd and they claimed that it was a full spectrum cbd oil but didn't contain any thc and the dosages ranged from the uh, the low dose was 30 milligrams per mil and the high dose was 160 milligrams per mil so there are a few things to unpack from this information first of all the the claim that there is no thc in there how do we know (laughs) this is the big difference between what you're getting at a market and what you're getting through a medical doctor is that these products are not regulated and we don't they're not tested so we don't actually know what the constituents are um i don't know if you guys have any comments on that no, it's, a, it's, it's a really good point from from time to time a patient will say i tried cbd oil i got it from a market and it worked or it didn't work but the problem is you don't actually know if that formulation of cbd is ineffective for you mm-hmm. or effective for you because you have no idea what's actually in the bottle so best case it is what's in the bottle, but you don't actually know, so it's not really helpful. Worst case, there's trace amounts of THC. You think it's CBD only. You consume it. You drive. You get caught. That's right. You don't really have a leg to stand on. Um, whilst there is no medical defense for driving with THC in your system, if you get a CBD only formulation from a you know medical clinic, you know that there's only CBD, like there's no THC in that mm. bottle. So you can have peace of mind that that it won't come up on, yeah. a, on a test. But I, I wouldn't be surprised, particularly because of the entourage effect and THC, the flavonoids, the terpenes, they actually enhance the therapeutic benefit. There is an incentive for, for some of these market stall owners to put a little bit of THC in the bottle because it's going to be more effective. They'll sell more. Mm. Um, so so the problem is you just have no idea. A little, a little side story, just thinking about that, just came to my head. Um, we we used to know a guy who uh, got some um, like CBD powder from China or something of the <laughs> sort. Got it delivered to a gas station, picked it up, um, and then mixed MCT oil with it, and, oh, yeah. and was like, "Bang! This is my own personal CBD stash." Uh, got it tested one day, had THC in there, <laughs> which is not. It was not. What? It was not at all like uh, what was advertised. Pretty much. By the guys over in China, and then he's like, "What the fuck?" Why am I doing this? <laughs> so it's just See? like, it, yeah. yeah, it was lucky he wasn't going out there and selling. It was just for himself, but like he'd been driving around thinking this is curing me, and it's got no THC. Yeah, I'm what, saving what, a bunch of money. Yeah. I'm importing it from China, which, by the way, like is illegal, of course. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. So he's dodging, totally illegal. But then uh, <laughs> it just added on a layer of dodge. Uh, so, so Johnny, uh, something we were talking about before was like the pricing. So you, you said that the the CBD quote unquote bottles, you know, that they were selling ranged between 30 mil, milligram per mil and 160 milligram per mil. So quite yes. weak, quite strong. And there were multiple stalls selling selling these. What were the prices for, 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 for the different formulations? Yeah, so the low dose 
bottle was around $120. So just to clarify, this was from one particular seller. I didn't go around to all the sellers, but they did seem to be quite expensive. And at this particular festival in Melbourne, prices do seem to be quite inflated. And that's why I thought, man, this is, uh, this is quite interesting. But the high dose one, like I said, was around uh, 160 milligrams. Mm. They were selling that for near $300. So it was quite an outlay. And to be honest, I, I thought that 160 milligrams was sort of still on the low, on the lower side, but I might be, I might be incorrect about, about that. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and, and so then it, it became a thing of, well, how much do I want to outlay for this CBD oil that I don't really have confidence what's in it, if there's any THC in it or not. And I'm not really sure if I'm getting good value for money. And I'm not sure where it was actually produced. Was it produced in some back-end warehouse somewhere? Or did it come out of a, a, a proper manufacturing uh, production plant? Who knows? With you know that, that meets the Australian regulations. No one knows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's a Ooh. lot of money to fork out for something that where there's a lot of unknowns, right? But I can understand why people are thinking, oh, I can just get it right here at the market. I don't have to go through a doctor. Um, so I think, yeah, let's unpack that a little bit. Well, to um, going off one of our previous apps where you uh, explained how CBD oil is made, to put that yeah. into, yeah, like a small little market shop, um and having two guys potentially doing that whole process it sounds a little bit insane so uh, like i can't imagine it would be the elaborate process that we're we're, we're used to or you're accustomed to knowing johnny um yeah then- we don't we don't know we don't know Hopefully, you know it, but- it could come from a it could come from an extraction facility but there's just no way of of being sure about that so you're really flying in the dark really uh, what from a strength point of view you're the product guru james so what's um 30 and 160 how does it compare from a strength point of view yeah the, the most common oils in the market for cbd only formulations are 100 milligrams per mil mm. um i don't know why that's just where most products are now there are weaker 50 milligram per mil there are stronger 200 milligrams per mil at the end of the day it doesn't matter it's just the concentrate of cbd right but yeah. if 100 milligram per mil is kind of the, the 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 most common product cannabis oil in the market um the, the interesting thing to me johnny i was just doing some math as you were running through the numbers we talked about in a previous episode that the floor for CBD only oils, you'd expect to pay about five um, cents per milligram of cannabinoid. Oh, sorry, 0.05 cents mm-hmm. uh, per milligram of cannabinoid. So if the that pricing is what they charge for the 30 milligram uh, per mil bottle at the market, the, the price should be about $45. <laughs> so, so the fact that they were charging $130 it's interesting to me because I'm just thinking to myself, you could get a legal prescription, like pay for the consultation <laughs> and get pharmaceutical grade CBD oil for cheaper mm. 
than what they were charging at the as market. Well, as well as not yeah. getting what you're Yeah, you know what you're putting in your for. body? It's legal. Yeah. Like literally the only downside is you have to go through the, the process of, you know, speaking to a practitioner, getting the medication. But from a cost perspective, at least with the, you know, using the numbers of that one store, that one market, you, um, you'd you actually be saving money going the <laughs> medical route, which is uh, very interesting to me and not, not at all what I expected. But you, you got to support the local. That's <laughs> got to support them. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter what costs, you have to support the local to help. Doesn't matter. Got to support it. So I suppose if you're a patient and you are at a market and you see um, CBD oil, or even online, you see CBD oils. Like I suppose it's worth saying. It's not our place to say don't buy it. You know, it's your money. Like you, you make calculated risks. Like it's it's up to you. If you're comfortable potentially spending more than you should on something that isn't possibly going to work um, because you don't know what's in the bottle. Um, you know, and, and maybe if you've got no experience with CBD and you just want to try it and you don't mind if it maybe has a little bit of THC, maybe it's not the worst starting point. Get it from a market before you do get a legal prescription. But I think it's safe to say that as far as long-term use, you know, you, if, if you find it does help you, you probably want to, number one, save some money. Number mm. two, do it legally. And number three, make sure that what you're putting in your body is actually what's on the label. Um, mm. Because, Johnny, you probably could speak to this. I know in the industry uh, about 12 months ago, there was a big uh, big thing that went around with pharmaceutical cannabis products not having uh, inside the bottle what was on the label. Like there was, I can't remember the exact numbers, but there was quite mm. a large percent of products that were found to be yeah. more 5% deviation in cannabinoid content plus or minus. And that's yeah. pharmaceutical grade, right? With all of the regulations. So if even pharmaceutical companies have a hard time and suppliers and cultivators have absolutely, a hard yeah, consistency, um, how's uh, how's 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 someone doing it by other means? Gonna yeah, yeah. I think that um, well, the, the the from the pharmaceutical standpoint, the really hard thing to get consistent is the, the cannabinoids in the flower, and that's because every plant is its own living being right so when you're growing a crop of a hundred different plants it's really difficult to get a consistent cannabinoid profile in all of those you have to keep everything really controlled throughout the whole growing process and they do a really good good job of that but what can also happen is by the time that product is harvested and then um, dispensed at the pharmacy that in between period through the supply chain there could be some changes in the cannabinoid profile due to the way it's stored or the environment that it's come into contact with a little bit of heat maybe can change it a little bit of light can change it so with flour there is expected to be sort of inconsistency so what's on the label um i would take that with a grain of salt and that has recently been shown there was a study in america um that where they did test the labels uh, uh and compared the labels to the products and uh there was a lot of discrepancies uh, there um but when it comes to to oils uh it is a, a lot more rigid because they can actually specifically you know, put the correct amount of the concentrations of the specific cannabinoids in there. So, um, so that's where I have a, a lot more confidence in in oils. And the other thing too, from a, a medical standpoint, is that 
Okay, say you you buy this uh, from this CBD oil from the market, and you start using it, and you start noticing some effects, and you think, ah, oh, okay, well, this is great. I'm going to go to a pharmaceutical brand right now. Well, then you go to the pharmaceutical brand, and oh, what do you know? It doesn't have the same effect as the one that you were getting from from the market. Why is that? Because you don't actually know what's going on in that bottle of, of oil from the market. So you can't actually compare. So it can actually create more confusion for you when you're trying to work out what medicine is going to benefit you for your chronic pain, your anxiety, or, or your sleep. And I, I think that when you're going through those particular ailments, the last thing you need is to be confused about what is in your medicine, right? Because I, I know, because I, I live through this, uh, that you, you, you want to know exactly what's in it so that you can go, right, well, I took this and I got this effect, all right? If once you start buying products from unregulated sources, you, you don't know what the first part is. You don't know what you're taking. So I think to alleviate all the confusion, uh, you're better off and also save your save a bit of money and have more confidence in the product. You're better off calling James and Charlie. <laughs> okay. uh, I, don't think, I don't think you're allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the the other thing that's uh, that's interesting is it's quite common for a patient to when they they speak to me about their situation they say ah oh, like I was doing a bit of research I think this kind of you know formulation is might be suitable because there are patients who you know do a lot of their research before yeah. even making an inquiry and then when they speak to the practitioner they get a script for something completely different I check in on them two weeks into treatment and they're like yeah. The, 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 I'm glad I spoke to them. The, the, uh -huh. I'm glad I followed the instructions of the person who's done 2,000 scripts of medical cannabis because he actually knew a thing or two and his recommendation turned out to be better than what I thought. Um, and I, I can't help but think if you're at a market and you've got a bunch of bottles and one says for sleep, it's like, well, A, you don't know what's in it. B, who's to say that this the, the, the guy who's incentivized to just push the bottles on the counter actually knows what formulation is going to be best for you, your sleep. Yeah. Your yeah, it's the treatment plan as well, though. Like that's basically what you are paying for by seeing the doctor. And then you go back and you see them again. And then they go, how was it? You're not going to go back to the same guy at the, yeah. uh, at the market. And then he goes, oh, it didn't really work. He's like, that's all I got. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what you really want. No. They would have review consultations, Johnny, right? Yeah. Say, I'll only give you a one bottle supply for this month, but you have to come back in 30 days. And then days. you can get your repeats after 30 yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> Three months at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's there's there's just too much that can go wrong. And there's too many unknowns. So while it might seem a, a great idea at the time, you see some CBD oil at the market and you think, oh wow, I can pick it up here. For all of the reasons we discussed, I would I would hesitate, and mm. that's exactly what I did. I I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure about this. So, um, and yeah, it's just great to have a chat with you guys. Obviously, you guys go through this all the time, and um, and yeah, it was 
it was good to to get the the details from you guys on what um, the differences are as well from a medical standpoint. And it's it's worth saying, like, where to to wrap up the episode. Like, we're obviously all advocates in the space. Like, we're doing a fucking cannabis podcast, so you're not going to get a bigger group <laughs> yeah. than us. So, like, who are we to say if if, if you've got lower back pain you're at a market you want to spend your money and try something all the best to you i feel comfortable after this conversation exactly. that at least you kind of know the, the the risks um but i i i feel very comfortable saying like long term if you do get any exposure to 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 the cannabis plant in any form and you find that it's beneficial um the, the best thing to do uh both from a safety legality and also patient outcome perspective is to to eventually you know have the conversation with a medical well, practitioner well when when can like when at least cbd the cbd oil is is legal that's probably one of the big solutions to the problem because then you can actually have proper brands even going to markets and putting out and and putting out actual descriptions of what's within uh the bottles and having some security behind it because it's backed by a brand that type of thing like if there was actually the yeah in due course it'll happen Mm. um but right now we're in that little sticky ground where people are bound uh sticky ground sticky grounds what what, what do you mean by sticky? we'll just roll with it i like it i like it you like it you like it yeah so we're in the sticky ground we're in the sticky grounds and uh yeah now i've lost my thought (laughs) (laughs) no but it's a good point when um with uh, CBD only formulations being down scheduled to CBD uh, to schedule three, you can get it over the counter at a pharmacist. I'm very excited for that because oh yeah, the sticky mean. ground. So people are jumping on the opportunity. I found it again. So people, <laughs> people are people are jumping on the opportunity to um uh, because because it is working. A lot of people are becoming medical cannabis patients, mm. um, and they're seeing opportunity. But um, then brands can't actually jump on the opportunity of just the general public, and they can only go through patients. So. There's this whole window of people who haven't actually stepped across yet um, and they're taking advantage. So if we actually make it legal, something that isn't really doing too much harm. Well, it's exciting for the space, right? If, yeah. if there are multiple people at this market who are able to sell bottles for $300 and you don't even know what's in it and people buy it, yeah. you know, it says something about the therapeutic benefits of, you know, or potential therapeutic benefits of the plant. 100%. Good, good topic, Johnny. I like it. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, that was just that was just from my experience on the weekend, and I'm sure <laughs> other people are, are going through the same thing. So yeah, thank you for letting me share that. Beautiful. So so uh, the if the question is, I found CBD oil at a local market. Is it legal? Should I buy it? The answer is no, it's not legal. Should you buy it? It's your discretion. Might help, might not. You don't know what you're putting inside your body, and you're also probably paying too much. Mm, that's a good wrap. Beautiful. Thanks for the time. See you on the next one, guys. Thanks, Johnny. Bye. See ya.